guys, guys, this is on me. Yeah. After all, you threw me a shower, and I won't be sending any thank you notes. No. Why not? You saw what I got? I should be sending no thank you notes. <laughs> Which reminds me, I have to head over to Robertson. There's a boutique that's holding a cradle for me, and they're getting ready to close. A cradle? Tony, I already gave you a cradle. Oh, that's right, William. No thank you. Uh well, you didn't like it? I'm sorry, William. It just doesn't go with the overall design theme of the baby's room. What's the overall design theme of the baby's room? New. No. <laughs> it's Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. And today's episode is called Thin Nished. Why do I gotta do play on words like that? Like I like it. You're not clever. It's cute. Yeah, but you funny. <laughs> I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode was written by Michael B. Kaplan. Original air date 5-2-2005. Before we get into it, anything from the streets? What do we we got anything? No. The girls are still acting crazy. The boys are still acting crazy. Nothing I want to speak on, child. Mm. Yeah, we're going to go straight into the episode today. So get ready for Finished. And guess what, Etsy? What? I have you with the cold open. Again? Even though it's your time. So Joan. This is easy, though. Yeah, this is pretty easy. Joan wants William to help plan his baby shower. William says, okay, why isn't Maya part of it? Joan goes, well, she has a book signing. Why isn't Lynn a part of this? Well, Lynn has to do music stuff. And William is like, so I'm the only dumb one that got convinced. And he goes on this tangent. Baby showers are for women. So unless I get to shower with some women, I'm not going, baby. you're going and baby showers are for men now too it's common practice since when i don't know last few years how the hell did that happen <laughs> what punk ass guy complained <laughs> how come i can't go to the baby shower it should be for guys too <laughs> i want that man's name and address because i'm going to hunt him down and kick his sissy ass william what yeah you all see the burberry shirts and all the you know Men what, be there. Well, this is 2000s. Maybe it's a little different, but I think... Oh, there was I'm an equivalent. Seeing, yeah. Had plaid. Yeah. Maybe like the, the polo yeah. shirts or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What a time. What a time that was. But, William, don't act like niggas don't be at the baby shower. Like, why would they not be there? Like, he doing the most. And don't act like you ain't... I mean, you ain't the manliest of men. Um, right. And we see that. At the end, when you find out about pedophores and kick your feet and jump up and down and shit, like, come on. Yeah. Don't, don't act like you're the masculine equivalent of, of everything every man should be. And that's that's fine if you're not. But, like, don't try to come for the niggas who are it's actually fine. there. But, yeah. Calling them sissies and shit. Like, don't. That's so you weird. You might want to chill. Why would you call somebody a sissy from going to their own baby shop? <laughs> like, that's the wrong ill to die Or on, even if it's your sister... Or your aunt. Like, can we just support? I mean, that's crazy. when the baby's born, you're going to want to know the child. You know, can we just support mm, whoever it is, but. the female in your in your family who's having a baby? <laughs> oh, William. 
But yeah, so that's the end of it. And then we go into oh. the theme song. Yeah. Um, so we eventually see next, the next scene, we're at Lynn's house and we see Finn there on the couch. He's teaching her a song. And the way he's teaching her the song is he's saying the words to her, saying the words, and then she sings it back to him. Don't you tea. <laughs> yo, I'm yo, that shit makes me cringe, yo. Don't you tease. Okay, this is a course. Don't you tease. Repeat that twice. Don't you tease. Don't you tease. I'm asking, please, same melody. Okay. I'm asking, please. I'm asking, please. Okay, try this. Why'd you break those laws, problems caused? Why'd you break those laws, problems caused? My heart calls April Fools. My heart calls April Fools. And I'm like, how do you how you teach somebody a song like that where you just say the words and then, I mean, he goes, same melody. And then after that, she changes the melody. I'm like, who's writing the song? That's what I'm saying. Like, aren't you supposed to be singing it to her so that she knows the melody, the key, et cetera, et cetera? What is this where he's just talking yeah. the words? <sighs> Child, she sounds good, though. She's not bad. I will say that. She's not bad. Um, why don't we ever hear him sing? He never sings. He's always just talking, like, or whispering like that. Is that, like, some kind of, like, rap uh, shit? I think that's the trip-hop thing. I didn't, I mean, I guess, I, w- I couldn't say I've never heard that, but, you know, could be a thing. But this scene is kind of kind of cringy, considering there's no instruments, there's no metronome. She keeps saying these crazy lyrics that I'm like, what? It's like, break those laws, problem cause. Like, what the hell? What's the topic? Mm. Is it some kind of, like, political something or other? Mm. I don't know. A whole lot of nothing. So, um... He's all up in her face, by the way. She's on the couch, and he's leaning. He's definitely leaning. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an intimate moment. Yeah, but dang it, I can't even get excited for Lynn, because this dude look kind of... He look crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Lynn like these niggas... He's not even sexy. ...looking all types of crazy. It's... Like, that's her type. Yeah, I mean, either that's her type, or they, for some reason, the casting department wants to give her these medium-ugly looking niggas. Yes. like yes yes is that i mean yes. listen um this that's a real person like he's a real guy so i want to be as mature about this as possible because this is a real person out in the world right now but this isn't the type of guy i would choose for lynn for many reasons she's a very pretty girl yeah she can get she could get really hot guys yeah and then right. it's like, y'all think y'all slick because y'all gave Joan honeys, y'all gave Tony some honeys, yep. y'all gave Maya honey, two honeys. She was married to a honey and then she cheated on him with another honey. So y'all and know. And then she had the baseball honey. And then she had the baseball honey. So y'all know how to cast. Y'all know how to cast the honey. <laughs> y'all so know what y'all got that the bullshit. Eye. The fuck? So I'm like, sure, I guess. Um, but he looks in her eyes and he says, you're good. No, we're good. It's like we're in sync. I mean, in a good way, not in the cheesy boy band way. <laughs> I'm like, what did you just say? Did you just... She came for in sync. She tried it. Bye, bye, bye. You really tried it. Oh, they got better songs than that, but... <laughs> Come on, Lynn. 
Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Not too much on NSYNC now. But my thing is, this is like you sing 2000 pop, so. <laughs> 2000, right? This is like 2005, right? So I'm sick. Yeah, this they already broke up by here by now. Justin already had like two, three albums. <laughs> then the the titty already came out too. Yeah, it like girl. <laughs> this is actually this in between his first and second album. So. Okay, the second album didn't come out yet. It was going to, right? Maybe the next year? Like a year after this, it comes out. Yeah. Okay. So we are definitely years into Justin's solo career. And sing been gone, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah. Um, they could have found it. <laughs> that was actually good. <laughs> you know. Um, they could have found a different reference, for sure. <laughs> yeah. They uh, uh, Shout out to friends of the show in sync. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I love trip hop. And he goes, I hate that word. She's like, well, what do you call your music? He's like, I just call it music. And he keeps, I don't know. I don't like the way he's delivering the lines. I, I get it. He's not an actor. It's all the same monotone. There's no feeling behind it. He sounds like he's throwing the words at her and she's talking. Mm-hmm. But he's leaning really close like he's going to kiss her. And then his phone rings and he answers it. And he's like, hey, baby, love. Mm. It's like, damn. You got any other ones? You got any other names? Not the baby love, child. Purr. And Lynn hears baby love and she immediately gets annoyed. Like, you can see the jealousy. It's, it's oozing out of her pores. She got to get up from the couch. And he hangs up and she's like, isn't this like your sixth baby love today? And she's like, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm a lot like you. I'm kind of a freak. He's like, is that an invitation? Shut the fuck up. You're not even sexy enough to deliver that line. Yeah, like, what is... Uh, this is what happens. I feel like Yo, also, he has confidence. I can't even hate. I mean, most men, mid or not, do have audacity, so that's neither here nor there to me. But, like, oh, okay. when you trying to deliver this, this type of, oh, well, if, do you, if you want to, this type of LL Cool J look in the lips type of shit, you gotta be... <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you t- when you on that type of time you gotta have that type of fun you know yeah. what i'm saying like what is this <laughs> girl when you on that type of time you gotta have that type of fun yo put it on a fucking t-shirt etsy <laughs> cash at me okay like what is this i can't i can't even take this episode really seriously because i'm thinking <laughs> This is <laughs> the way she's on this stupid shit and like ma- giving him a pass with the shit that he's doing. It's like that's some shit you give passes to with a nigga who's fine as hell. Who's like, like, oh yeah, what? like a Quincy Brown looking nigga. Yeah, like, like oh, okay. you know what? Damn, an Idris motherfucker. But th- this one, I, t- I don't know. I don't know. So Lynn responds with, "Do you need one?" as in an invitation and they start making out i'm like kind of gross Ugh. yeah i didn't need that visual at and all. then there's a knock at the door <laughs> yeah so maya knocks at the door because she want to be nosy so she walk in mm-hmm. and she introduces herself to finn maya says oh lynn's been playing me your music i love trip hop and lynn scolds her for using the term since you know we just heard that finn hates that term and then she makes her leave and we move on or it's tony's baby shower Mm-hmm. Tony's being a momzilla. Mm. The first gift she opens is a diaper genie. Do you know what a diaper genie does or what it's about? What that is? 
Uh, isn't it? Uh, Sorry, if listeners, if I'm, I sound ridiculous. I don't know what guys, it is. Guys, we don't know. I don't We're kids. not moms. I don't change diapers. Um, I know people who are moms, but I, I don't think. I think it's the garbage for the diaper, right? I could, I could give it a goog, but um, I don't really care enough. So Tony doesn't know what it is. Maya says, "Well, you put the poopy diapers in there," and I'm thinking, "And then what? Can you just put them in a trash can or a trash bag? What does it do when you put them in there? Why there?" I think it's just so it's separated so you don't have it with like the food and the household stuff, you know, because it's a bunch of dookie in there. Because, you know, there's like there's a few garbages in the house, right? There's like the kitchen is usually the main garbage and you kind of don't want to have the diapers with the food because I don't know what type of smell that's going to create. So maybe I thought that the diaper genie was just like a separate garbage for the diapers, the pee pee stuff, the doo doo stuff. And then you take it out of the diaper genie. And when you take it out to the garbage to collect, it's a separate bag. You know what I'm saying? Why not just buy a separate trash for the diapers? That's what I thought. But I just thought it was another name for something, you know. You know how they try to make stuff just because it's a child? Yeah, because they're charging a lot of money for a, for an overpriced like trash, trash bin. can. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you can market something, why not go ahead and make money off of it? Can't hate the hustle. Listen, if you can but, sell sand to the beach, do that. <laughs> okay? <laughs> do that well, shit. ice the Eskimos. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so Maya tells Tony, well, you put the poopy diapers in there. And Tony says, no, nah, I don't put the poopy diapers anywhere. Save this for the nanny shower. Damn. We know what kind of mom she's about to be. Mm-hmm. So William has a gift for Tony, and it's a cradle. And he explains the cradle. That's my cradle from when I was a baby. Oh. My sister had it when little Willie was born. And now it's your turn to have it. Oh, mm-hmm. William. Wow, that's so thoughtful. Yeah. My grandpappy made it out of oak from his favorite shade tree. Incredible story about that shade tree. His grandpappy planted it the day he was freed. What an amusing anecdote. <laughs> Tony really doesn't like this gift. But is she allowed to say no to this gift? I mean, I think you're allowed to say no to any gift, but... Well, yeah, that's that's very maybe, true. But how, maybe the way she's saying it. But it's your friend passing down a gift. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like a sentimental thing. Yeah, that's why I'm like... Ugh. I would have accepted it, right? And then once you're, like, doing the decor for the baby's room, right? I would have went, like, damn, William, I really wanted to make this fit in here, but, like... You can't have a brown next to, like, a pastel, bright pink room. But you can't reason with a with a man like that. You can't say, well, the decor doesn't work. They'll be like, what you talking about? You better put this thing. They don't know colors. They're like, put this thing in here. What are you talking about? Brown go with everything. They'll say that until it's time to, like, decorate their car with the trimmings and stuff like that. Niggas understand shit. They understand. They just try to play stupid. <laughs> You know you can't put no bright pink trimmings on that car, on on, on that dark blue car. So they know. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's a very good point. So uh, Joan has a gift, and it is, I guess, the Cadillac of strollers. It's a Euro stroller. It's state-of-the-art, made for, what is it? Made, 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 ready-made? Made for the richest babies. I don't know, sure. Something like that. They clown at her about it, and... That's when Lynn comes to the party all late and explains to the entire party and all the strangers there 
that Finn and her got caught up working on a song. That's why she's late. And Joan's like, who's Finn? Maya's like, oh, it's Lynn's new boyfriend. But it's not. They're not together. I don't know when. <laughs> they've never appeared to be together. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of kissing and shit. Um, you know, they, they talking. That's what the kids be saying, right? They talking? Oh, yeah. They talking. They talk. Yeah, they talk. Um, but she has some real feelings for him. It's kind of weird considering because she's like oh my god you guys i have never connected with anyone like this before and it's not just the great sex i mean it's the way we connect in the music and it's not just the music it's a really great sex we connect on this level and he he says like he communicates through his music and his lyrics which those lyrics don't sound romantic at all i don't know what those lyrics are and he looked crazy it sucks right. to see her like this <laughs> yeah you can, you know what? Everybody on Twitter be talking about how, how ugly this dude is, and I'm like, like this is a real person. That's why. <laughs> this that's isn't why like I'm, makeup or like. That's why I'm just saying he looked crazy. Nah, you got it. You can say it. It's, that's Etsy. Y'all know our voices by now. You know who's saying what. I'm gonna just say he 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 no. looked crazy. It's like if you want, especially for Lynn, right? Like we know Lynn like these crazy yeah, looking. Yeah, she's but down like, bad. Yeah, like. Lynn is the girl who will fuck a nigga and a dip. So I feel like for her to have, quote unquote, fallen for someone, there had to be something like special about them. Right. If you talk about like her character's history. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have gotten somebody else. Made it's this weird to see her this way. Very. I really wish they'd casted like this fine ass dude because mm-hmm. it's just hard. It's just yeah, hard. And to... it also makes it like not believable. That's another thing. It's like, do I really believe that this this woman who's this gorgeous would be like, he's all calling other girls baby love and it's bothering me and I don't know what to do and we connect and he's... It's like, <laughs> no. She kind of did the same thing with Savad too. Like his poetry just moves yeah. me and it's it connects with my soul. I'm like, girl. You know what? That. She might be a, um, what they call that? Is it called a sapiosexual? Sapio. Yep. Yep, I think that's what it's called. I believe, yeah, yeah, that's what it could be. Yeah, that's probably why they they keep like casting these type of dudes. They're trying to tell us without telling us that she's a sapiosexual. Yeah, huh? But then again, why not date women? Then are there no women that are exactly intelligent and and mm-hmm. um, creative in that way? So it's like I don't know. It's they confused. It's weird. It's weird writing. That's all. So Tony's like, whatever, whatever, um, stop making it about you. Where's my gift? And Lynn's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I wrote a song for the baby. I'm like, why are they doing this to us? Why are they making this mute? They're forcing the music thing on us. Why are you writing songs for the baby? Tony takes it. She's like, oh, great. I'm so touched. Now, where's my gift? She don't like that gift. She doesn't. Yeah. The baby can't use that. I mean. Buy some diapers. Even when I hear, like, you know when celebrities be like, oh, I wrote this as a gift to my... You wrote a song that you're going to make money off of. Touring, off royalties, and you said that that was for another person? Bitch, please. For your baby? Yeah. Play with somebody else. Don't play with me. Okay? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I guess, well, I look at it like the baby's going to grow up and be like, damn... My mom or dad really loved me. 
Look at look, they they would go on stage every night and sing to a bunch of strangers, thousands and thousands of strangers, the song they wrote for me. You no. know? Well that's, I think that's kind of beautiful. That's different because you're writing about your child, but Lynn is writing about somebody writing else's about somebody child. Somebody else's child. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like I'm trying to think if I know of another yeah, that's that's a little different. That is the the monkey wrench in the situation. Yeah, if you don't get that girl some pampas, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> or what's left, some formula. Yeah, I don't know, but there are better gifts for a baby. Um, you know, they don't know shit when they're born. But next, we hear some of this music at rehearsal with the band. Actually, we don't. We just see Lynn brought Maya along because Maya is her ride and. I will say, did you notice that now that Lynn is in a band, her hair is a lo- lot more messy and flowy? Yeah. Did you notice that? It's definitely given rocker girl Gwen Stefani situation, for sure. Yeah. Gwen Stefani. Oh, my God. You know, No <laughs> Doubt's my favorite band. And I've seen them live. I love them. Really? What about you? Oh, favorite shit. Band? I don't have one, but I fucks with No Doubt. I like um, Fall Out Boy. Um... Oh, boo. You boo. Don't like you like that white shit. Yeah. No. I do. <laughs> you gotta have, like, at least no doubt got the reggae thing going. You know what I mean? Fall Out Boy nah. is just like white boy angst, like white, white boy love songs. It's like, oh, God. I, guy liner. It's more like, time. Oh, Thanks for the memories, no. even though they were so great. You know what's crazy? I, Etsy is like, Etsy's always so like pro-black and like pro-this, pro-hood, you know what I mean? And then she throw out shit like that. Like, girl, that's where you lose me. I don't know what be happening with you. Yes! That Evanescence? Nah, Amy, nah, Evanescence, all right. Amy Lee got a got a soulful-ass voice, so I, I, okay, you got me with Evanescence. Um, yeah. I like Incubus, you know, the whole rap rock thing. Uh huh. Pretty much any any rock band with a DJ got my heart. You know, Limp Bizkit. Mm-hmm. That whole emo phase in the 2000s, that was my shit. Loved Wowzer. it. Wowzer. Wowzer. <laughs> oh, I love 311 too, but that's reggae. Like, it's just, I like reggae and, and hip-hop, so a lot of the rock bands I like have that infused into the music, but... Yeah, that's uh, something I didn't know about Etsy. She likes the white boy rock. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um, so we're here at rehearsal here with the uh, craft services table. They got soda, water, snacks. I'm like, where y'all budget at? Y'all ain't made no money yet. Y'all ain't have no shows yet. They got a budget. Right. They got a little cute little crafty table. Yeah. But niggas who ain't making no bread. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Finn comes in with a girl. And he kisses her, and it's a sloppy kiss by acting standards. Like, that must have been his real girl in real life or something. Um, Finn tells the girl, I'll call you later. That was good, right? Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. You could do voice over this time. <laughs> and so then he just walks up to Lynn casually. He's like, hey, Lynn. Just like nothing happened. Just keeps walking. And Maya's like, uh-uh. Oh, no. Maya's about to go the mm-hmm. fuck off. She wants to kick his ass. Link. How could he? Maya, what? Just calm down. Yeah, right after I jump on his back, claw his eyes out. Will you knee him in the Maya? It's cool, okay? And we're both free to see other people. We're safe, and we don't believe in limits. Just like with the music, this is just how we do. 
but you can really tell it bothers Lynn. It really does. Uh. Um, we don't we don't know that they're together, so he can do what he wants. Um, right. I mean, he was gonna do what he wants anyway. <laughs> After a certain while, you know these. These industry niggas, these musicians, it's like, come on now. We already know what time it is. Like, Lynn, Lynn knows what time it is. She gonna catch feelings, but she know. Yeah, it's just, I, the way she's, like, freaking out, you would think this is her man, and they've been together for months, and it's like, girl, seen too many good women just, um... Yeah, that too. It's like, Lynn, y'all ain't even really they been get together too like that. Because he writes nice songs, I guess. It's just, Lynn, you're yeah. not, you're not 22. What is the stupidity Girl. that's got you? <laughs> that got you in a yeah, show. Go out and get yourself some a uh, fine looking. There's so many. You're in LA. There's musicians that write. He ain't the only one. You could Seriously. probably find one with a nice accent too. Seriously. So um, the next scene is really wacky but fun. I like it. It's at Skia, uh, William and Joan. Well, Tony's telling them how she didn't really care for her gifts. And she mentions literally right in front of William that she needs to go to the store to pick up a cradle. William's like, wait, I already gave you a, a cradle. She's like, oh, like oh, that's right, William. It doesn't go with the overall design of the baby's room. He's like, what's the theme? She said, new. I'm like, okay. Isn't that what I said? You yeah. didn't bother to give it back, but we find out. So Joan's like, oh, dang, that's cold, Tony. And then um, I'm thinking... What'd you expect? It's Tony. This is what she does. This is how she is. No sympathy in her voice when she's telling him this. He's just, she's just like, whatever. I got rid of it. Didn't work. Just whatever. Mm. And um, she lets Joan know she ain't fucking with the stroller either. Yeah, about that. I exchanged that for a different one. What? But Tony, that's the newest and, and must have Euro strollers. Yeah, sweetie, when you have a baby, it'll be your old stroller, but I must have a different one. <laughs> <laughs> you get it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was it's like damn Tony she's like but I must have a different one that's a top tier joke that's a top tier <laughs> fucking joke shout out to Michael B. Kaplan who, who wrote this episode or whoever worked on it on the, the side who was uncredited because that's, that's amazing um, <laughs> so they're like wait well can you give the cradle back and she's like I can't give it back to you because she gave it to her old cleaning lady, Lupe. And what happens is William asks her, so get it back from Lupe. But why can't she get it back from Lupe? Because she fires Lupe, her cleaning lady of 10 years. <laughs> she fires her. So, yeah. She, okay, you gave the family heirloom to a stranger. And then, okay, so you fired her. Go, you know where she lived, right? Go get it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why was that an excuse? She said she don't want to go over there to um, oh East LA. Yeah. <laughs> but Tony fired her cleaning lady because she kept adding Telemundo stuff to the DVR. You know, like um, maybe some uh, telenovela, Sábado Gigante, or or some uh, Decisiones Extremas, or mm-hmm. Caso Cerrado, or <laughs> so- all that stuff. Some of that stuff's good, though. If you put the subtitles on, it's they, some good shit. But um, that's when Joan's like, well, you've had, she's worked for you for a decade. And Tony says, well, I didn't technically fire her. I left it to Jesus. And Joan's like, oh, you so you prayed on it? <laughs> she's like, nah. 
had the maintenance man fire her. You know Jesus, right? <laughs> Jesus? Jesus. She said Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good joke. That scene is very well written. So next we are at a recording session with Finn and Lynn. And it's really weird because they're really, they're on the same mic. Like they're using the same mic, which I know how to record shit. You don't have to do that. Anyway, tell us about this scene. (laughs) So uh, they are at a recording session. And one of his things, his thing things, comes to the studio. Yeah. By the way, the song that they're singing. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to fly this in because it's so crazy. Um, (laughs) Why do you tease me? Why do you freeze me? I should go. Say, baby, I don't know. Maybe take it slow. Maybe let it go. Don't make a sound. Cause I'm up, I'm down. Don't you tease. Don't you tease. He's whispering. They're really close to each other's face. He And they're looking at each other's eyes. And they're he's whispering lyrics like, Why do you tease me? And she's singing. Why do you tease me? Why do you freeze me? And um, why doesn't he sing? I'm just mad that he doesn't sing. What's the point of being in the group? What's the point of being in the band and having a mic? I don't know. And why y'all got to be on the same mic? (laughs) You could do separate takes. Why you want to be that in people's face like that? I don't know, man. It's cringe. So, yeah. she Because they want to be together so bad. Wow, that's a dumb reason. That's a dumb reason. Y'all are in the same room. How much more together y'all want to be? Yeah. And so the lady comes in, he kisses her on the cheek. Lynn gets really mad. She slams her headset on the table and she starts screaming the lyrics. Girl. Oh, they done got my girl Lynn. Damn. That's when Finn's like, sorry, got run. We'll finish tomorrow. And she says, mm-hmm. no, we need to finish it today. This is important. And she's like, we're working on something. We got to finish it now. And obviously this isn't about the song. She's just jealous that mm-hmm. another one of the baby loves came in and it's taking their uh, Finn's attention. So she's like, you know what? Never mind. Just go get laid. And he's like, great. I will. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, yo, mm. yo, that, he's a fucking G. As much as I hate this dude and like he's really weird. That line when she said, you know what? Go get laid. He's like, great. I will. See you tomorrow. I was like, yeah. yo, they write this That's guy to be so funny without trying because I think they overwrote his dialogue to be funny because he can't act. Mm-hmm. So they amped up his lines to make up for that fact. Um, mm. With a straight face. No emotion in the face. Do you think that it was intentionally supposed to be that funny or is it just because he's like monotone that it came out that way and it just happened to work out i think the monotone helps it because it's not even like he could have been like um great i will see you tomorrow you know he could have had a little attitude there's a few ways he could have said that line if he was an actor yeah but him saying it that monotone sounding so oblivious to the fact that she's upset he doesn't even point out the fact that she's mad or anything he just was like he's blase about it yeah I just, 
I found that so funny. Uh, so next we're at Joan's house and they're just debating whether they should go to East LA to get this cradle back. Cause it was really important to William, you know, it's a family heirloom and she wants the girls to go with her. But then that's when Lynn comes in all sad about Finn. And she's like, I can't do the whole casual sex relationship thing. But seeing him with other women is killing me. But you've never had a problem with open relationships before. He's different. And the only time he really expresses himself is through his music. And when he gives me his words to sing, I know that that's a part of him. Damn. I'm like, but we never really see him do music. We just see him whisper, but whatever. Lynn doesn't want to talk to Finn about it because she's afraid it could ruin the band. And this is the best thing she's ever done. She's, this, she's never had a job this long, I guess. That's what Tony said. A week and a half it's been. So That's a lie. She was working at that restaurant for a little bit. Oh, shit. Yeah. They capping. Maybe they mean creatively. But yeah, you're right. She was. Yeah, she was definitely working at that Japanese um, restaurant for for a minute. So they probably do mean creative, like what you said. Mm -hmm. So Joan suggests that she stop sleeping with Finn and just focus on the music if it's that important to her. And Lynn says, you're right. If I can give up Cirque du Soleil to be in the band, I can give up Finn to be in the band. She was going to be in Cirque du Soleil. She thought they wanted a swinger, but it was a trapeze. (laughs) That was funny. They have a lot of cute one-liners in this episode. I don't know if if this guy, that's just his style or whoever was writing with him. I don't know. I got to keep an eye out for the next time he writes and see what what kind of jokes we get. I'll pay attention now. So next we're at some random house. I was so confused when we showed the inside of this house. I didn't know whose house this was. Mm -hmm. Um... But it's Lupe, the cleaning lady's house, and all the girlfriends except Lynn, because she, you know, she chasing Dick. She couldn't be there. Right. So all the rest of them are there. They went to get the cradle back, and she don't speak English. So it's this whole hilarious misunderstanding, very old school comedy, like from like the 80s (laughs) and the early 90s, where it's like she's saying something in Spanish. They don't understand her. So, Joan says something like... Let me try. Okay. Hi, Lupe. Um, we're so sorry. Oh. <laughs> About, um, Miss Tony? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, firing you. <laughs> no, por favor, no, no me hagan daño. And then she... <laughs> yeah. She does the hand motions and she's like, very sad. <laughs> and she does all the hand motions. <laughs> I'm like, wait, time out. First off, Tony, you're going to hire... I don't know if this is racist, but if you're going to hire someone that don't speak English, learn their language so you can talk to them. How are you going to talk to them when they're cleaning your house or working for you if you don't know their language? Yeah, at least the basics. Something. like Yeah, you can know the basic words or pick up a Rosetta Stone. That was popular around this time. Rosetta Stone, a book, one mm-hmm. of those little translation books. Hooked on phonics. Uh... Well, no. <laughs> you don't remember Hooked on Phonics? Yeah, for English. What you talking about? I don't. That don't translate Spanish. They never had a Hooked on Phonics for Spanish? No, nah, Hooked on Phonics was for your child when they're learning how to speak and write for the first time in English. Like, it wasn't a translation tool to learn oh. other languages. It was so they can read better. I might be confusing it with something else. Yeah. Okay. Rosetta Continue. Stone, Duolingo, whatever. But... Yeah, Joan's pantomiming these movements with her hands and face. It's very, it's kind of insensitive. It looks like she's saying she's going to beat Lupe up 
and Lupe is like, don't hurt me. She says that in Spanish. So William tries another technique. He shows her a picture of him when he was in the cradle, when he was a baby, and she still don't understand. And this cradle I'm in, that's the one Miss Tony gave to you, and I'm going to need to have that back. Okay, so um, we need you to to give us the the cradle that um back. Ustedes quieren a mi bebé? Yes. You give it to us, and then we'll be on our way. I really don't think it's realistic to have a cleaning lady you can't talk to. I don't know. Um, Very weird. Yeah. What if, like, she cleans the wrong thing or, like, uses the wrong uh, materials? I don't know. Or she puts something away that... Yeah. So he does a, a hand motion of the cradle and then taking, like, the baby. And she goes, no, please don't take my baby. <laughs> Wowzer, this scene is just wow. So Lupe starts crying. Maya thinks it's about the cradle because she's so attached to it. So she gives her a good amount of cash. It was like 200 bucks. What, Maya, what you doing? That ain't even and your what cradle. What are you walking around for? with $200 for in cash? That and you're giving a, that's not your cradle to take back. That's William should have paid that. I mean, he does at the end, but mm-hmm. shit, that ain't your money. You shouldn't be paying for this cradle. But um, Lupe sits there and thinks that they're trying to buy her baby. It's a weird scene. There's a lot going on. So Joan gets a great idea. She she knows a guy who works at the restaurant, Edgar. He's bilingual. And Edgar tells her, tells Lupe they want the cradle. And she finally gets it. She takes the money, though. And she brings the cradle back. And we find out Lupe's daughter was using a cradle for like a uh, like a mm. baby doll. And so William William gets all like... He gets all sentimental and feels bad for the girl and then leaves without the cradle and the money. What the mm. fuck? It's just... Mm. So he really paid her twice as much. Yeah. I mean, even Maya. Maya could have been like, oh yeah, can I get that back? Like, you got a child. You don't got money to be thrown around like that. Anyway. Next, we're at Lynn's apartment and there's a knock at the door. So, Finn goes to Lynn at 2 a.m., to quote-unquote work on some music. And Lynn goes, um, sir, if you wanted to have a booty call, you gotta let me know first. And Finn is like, um, nah, I wanna work on some music. (laughs) Did did I do it right? (laughs) 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 He wants to work on a song at 2 a.m. Bitch, I know what work on a song means, you piece of shit. Yeah. And he goes, hey, you know, she like... Let me tell you, you what this means. You're going to be diddling the hits of the 90s I, on her vagina. Exactly. Let me tell you what, what, what this is called for. One of his thing things, that, that, <laughs> them bitches ignored him, okay? Lynn was probably like fourth on the list. All three of them girls ignored him. Like, bitch, I got work tomorrow. I don't know who the fuck you think you're calling at 2 a.m., motherfucker. So, of course, he's going to go to Lynn, who doesn't have a job. So, of course, she'll be up at this time. And she actually lets him in, right? Or am I she does. She does. And he yeah. knows he can go to her because she, she's stuck. She's so stuck on him. And he know it. So, he's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. This is my... uh." My old faithful, old faithful, mm-hmm. Lynn. My go-to, my backup. And at first, she's like hesitant. And he goes, come on, baby love. And she like smiles and she lets him in. My like, girl, you fall for anything. 
You fall for any fucking thing. Um, so we get our final final scene. It's we're back at Lupe's. It's Lupe's daughter. William's trying to convince her there's better things than that beat up old cradle. He buys her a bunch of cool stuff. I'm like, damn, this is a little girl's dream. I would have loved this shit. A crib, a high chair. Hell yeah, I said a toy bathtub. Oh, it is Christmas. This is Christmas morning when you're like her age. Yeah, he went ham at Toys R Us. Yeah, that's like yeah. gold when you're that age. Mm-hmm. So he says, this will all be yours if you just give me back the cradle. And she says, I'll take all this stuff you bought and another $200 and I'll give it back. I know that's right. Honey, right, if you can make it work, girl, go ahead. So William pulls out 200 bucks right out of his wallet and hands it to her. The end. I know that's right. Period. That's my Ooh. girl. So, yeah, that episode was all right. I mean, it's tough to see Lynn like this over this dude. It's tough. Mm. But you know what? Love is love. We don't we don't judge. We try not to. We we don't judge. We try to help and we try to we try to navigate, you know. So, mm-hmm. that's all we're saying. Next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. And you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I want to go first. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. oh hell yes moment is when Finn was like, no, when Lynn said, you know what, fine, I don't care, go get laid. Great, I will, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Swag, swag on a thousand. No. Yeah, Straight face, one. matter of fact, like, I'm not joking, there's no smirk. Cool, yeah, great, yeah. I will. He said see you tomorrow like three times, she wasn't hearing him. So, I like that. Not feeling the character, but that was a swaggy-ass line. Go ahead. What's yours? <laughs> Mine is actually, like, different lines. Those funny one-liners throughout the episodes. Those are my, like, little nuggets of oh, hell yes moments. Oh, yeah. Like when... When she said... I mean, how could you fire her? Well, I mean, technically, I didn't fire her myself. But I left it to Jesus. <laughs> oh, so, so you prayed on it? No, I had the maintenance guy fire for me. You know, Jesus. I left it to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, Jesus. Yo, that's funny. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Oh, when you have a like baby, that. it'll be Euro stroller. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I must have another one. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, those are great. That whole little scene at Skia was just great. With Lynn's, with Lynn's part too, with the, uh, with the swing. Hey, if I can give up being Cirque du Soleil to be in this band, I can give up my romance with Finn. You gave up being in Cirque du Soleil? Actually, it was a miscommunication. In the advertisement, they said that they wanted a woman to swing. Oddly enough, my mind did not go to trapeze. That was funny. The comedic acting when they first go to Lupe's house with the misunderstanding with uh, Joan doing... doing the faces and the hand gestures that was funny yeah tracy is just nuts man she is great comedic timing that that whole pantomime was just oh my god she's so good man where well i don't know Mm -hmm. if she ever got an emmy but not for this she should have gotten an emmy for this but not this episode in particular but the Mm -hmm. whole series she's really good make sure you go on to our social media at hell yes girl twitter at hell yes girl on TikTok and review on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. 
write us a lovely review. We'll read it right here on our airwaves. Next episode is called The Bridges of Fresno County. And guess what, guys? We got a special guest next week. So you want to tune in. It's a fan favorite. That's a fan favorite. We got got another crossover coming at you. So tune in for that next week. (laughs) And until then, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. We'll see you next week. Bye.